This is the minute where you'll hear digital product insights from our Better Product Podcast guests in 10 minutes or less. Christian in for the minute. Going back to one of our most unique interviews with Ade Alono, I say unique because Ade is somebody who has experienced success in product, failure in product, and is now investing in product while also having built and overseen product. That's a lot of product references, but one more. He's played almost every role in a product life cycle. As we discussed the conversation with Ade, Anna and I started off talking about how ideas come to fruition. And for Ade, while he built Formstack, his first company in four weeks, it was years in the making. And based on his vast experience, what is Ade's take on the power of the MVP? So what did you think about the, he built Formstack in four weeks? So he built it in four weeks. I I agree. It sounds like a, a catchy headline. But he even admitted in talking that, you know, it was really the idea was was being worked. He was working on things around that space for a lot of time uh, before that. And so when I was thinking about this after the interview, I was thinking about it's almost like, you know, I wrote that if you're a Ph.D. and saying I wrote the dissertation in you know, uh, like two months. Oh, that's that's not that bad until you're like, well, but I was doing research for years before that. And I think uh, that's important for this because a lot of early stage founders will hear something like that and then think it's sort of that like overnight success. Like there's no such thing as an overnight success. But when we described that in in terms of, you know, thinking about an MVP, uh, you had a good point off air, which was that. He he admitted that he was a, a, a tinkerer himself and likes to play around as an artist, but his sort of material was code. I think of you, you you are good at validating ideas and doing research and, and putting together decks. It, it sort of shows that there are other ways to start playing around with an idea. It doesn't just have to be code, right? It could be... Yeah, I, I don't know if anyone else was... T- I was taken aback when he said, oh, I just built a couple of MVPs and then see what I liked. And I was like, wow. I mean, developer privilege, right? Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think, you know, yeah, in, in discussing, I think we realize, and, and I think it's very inherent in the way that he calls himself, you know, an, an artist. He's prolific. He, that, he, it sounds like he thinks via code. Code is his medium, really. And so, you know, you think about other entrepreneurs, they would make a deck, they would do designs, they would put, you know, a vision together. So I think the the, the takeaway there is not that you should be developing lots of MVP, but whatever your method of execution or being able to translate your vision is to get it out there and see how it starts to feel. That's what I really took from that. Yeah. You, you mentioned, you know, validation. It's all about validating the early stage idea and maybe dispelling the myth that that means you've got to build something right away. There's other ways to do it and leveraging what, you know, skills that you bring to the table. He mentioned, mentioned that your product, in order to validate that you have a good idea, people are using it, number one. Number two, people are paying you for it. And number three, it's repeatable. Well, Christian, what were your thoughts about that? Again, Ade broke down something very simple that a lot of founders overlook, which is what does it really mean to validate something? You try to go get investment for something and you're asking somebody to give you money to build something. Uh, So obviously you should... Make sure somebody else is paying you for that first. I mean, that makes sense in hindsight. But a lot of people forget that. They have this great idea and they might have mock-ups and expect that if they paint this vision of the product they want to build, people will just fund it. What Ade is telling us from his history and then as an investor, I thought, I think I'm quoting here that investors don't rarely want to invest in an idea. They want to invest in something that's working. And that... And basically what you you just said with validation is his definition of working, that 
people are paying you money for it and you're seeing repeated use. I mean, that, that's the most basic definition. So really focusing your first product and MVP on just achieving those two goals is better than saying, well, I'm just trying to get investment. Like, no, focus on repeated use and people paying you for it first. What would you say to an entrepreneur who says, well, I mean, that's, that's all well and good, but I need the investment in order to build something that people will pay me for? I'd say a little bit about what we were talking about is find the skill set that you do bring to the table. You hear a lot of people like Ade that have engineering backgrounds that are writing and talking about building MVPs with code, but maybe that isn't the thing that you have to do. You will need to build something eventually, but in the initial stages, maybe you don't have to do that. On the other hand, he also mentioned the technical co-founder. I think it's also worth a lot of non-technical founders time to start networking and figuring out who you'd want to partner to build this. His analogy was good. You don't You don't start a restaurant without a chef. Right. Yeah. I mean, when he puts when you put it like that, it it does make a lot of sense. You know, the it's the way that you're going to output. I think you know, like he mentioned there are I mean, there's there's dev shops out there, but he he really sees that as you know, it's funny. He said literally the economics of it are you are going to spend more money on a, on a dev shop than you will on a full-time developer, which I think is commonly not the case. It was commonly not how people, I guess, see that relationship. Yeah. If we take that analogy further, it's almost like a lot of founders have the concept for the restaurant, the type of food, maybe the ambiance and the way you serve, like maybe it's going to be, you know, a walk-up diner style or something like that. But what he's saying is that's all cool and you can mock that restaurant up and have the concept. But until you get somebody to partner with to cook the food, you've got nothing. And I don't think any person in their right mind would get funding to build a restaurant, get it all built and hire the servers and everything without having the chef to cook the food. I mean, I guess I would push back on that just a little bit and say that's assuming a product is development led. It's assuming that the method is the solution. And I don't think that's always the case with product. I think the, the obviously you cannot have a product unless it's developed and people can access it. However, the creation of it isn't always the like secret sauce. You know what I mean? It has to work well and it has to be great. And that's all definitely yes. And like, it's just like with the food, the food has to be good and it has to, it has to, but that's a, assuming that the code is the food. And I don't know that the code's the always... The code might not be the I don't food? Know the food is, I don't know that the code is always... The, the, maybe the code's the plates. You know what I mean? Like you've got to have plates and they've got to be good and they've well, got to be... Well, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. You go to some restaurants and you know the food isn't great, but you like the view. It's on Right. The it's water. on the water. Right. Yeah. They have a great band playing tonight. But to his point, I think you still can't have all of those things without somebody making true you, what, yes if i think what, what you're saying though is is kind of leading to what he's talking about with product-led growth it's almost like a baseline requirement to have somebody build you have to have this way your restaurant has somebody cooking it, but there could be five other reasons people use it thanks so much for listening to the better product feed if you haven't yet be sure to join the community of product professionals all on a mission to build better product at you guessed it better 